and we bring in the athletic director at Oklahoma State, Chad Weiberg. And uh, what a what a great first year. And I know the challenge is to 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 keep this going. Chad, good morning. Good morning, Robert. How are you? I'm great. I wish we spent more time together. I enjoy <laughs> being around you, your wife, your family, and. Uh, you know, we, we I need to look for more opportunities to be around well, the Weibergs. Likewise, that's a mutual feeling. <laughs> it just never seems like there's enough time, right? Wow, it is uh, it is crazy busy, uh, and I know your world is busy, and I've got a list of stuff here. And let's start with um, pushing that. I know the Oklahoman came out the other day with the uh, what happened with athletics during the COVID business year, and honestly. I had some fans call and say, oh, $14 million. I'm like, folks, your athletic department navigated this about as well as anybody. I, that, if you told me that figure when the COVID-19 epide- or pandemic hit and we knew the ramifications, I, I don't know. I would have signed on. But before we get to that, let's talk about the future and what you're trying to do there. Well, I think that uh, uh, um, you you kind of referenced the letter, and um, you know, I think uh, what I, you know what we were trying to uh, just make very clear and hope that our fans um, and supporters, alumni, and uh, donors understand is that uh, you know how important they are to what it is that we do here, and uh, it ties directly into what you just talked about uh, through the COVID year, even. Um, you know, we wouldn't be able to do what it is we do without them. And I just believe, you know, I believe in the OSU family. And I, I think that if they understand, um, you know, what it is that they do for us and the very important role that they play, um, that they will respond to that. I think it's just a matter of, of uh, making sure that they know, uh, you know, how critical it is uh, to everything that we do. And, um, and then the they'll respond so that's what what we need to do to continue to to uh you know take this program to the next level like we're we're talking about and uh football and and all across the board i mean we've uh, we've had great success this was a a great year in football um it was a great fall i think uh you know i think most people probably saw it was reported we finished the fall 19th in the learfield uh, cup um and first of all the big 12 schools and uh, that's headed into what we think will be a successful uh, winter and spring season as well. So uh, we're on track to do great things again all across the board. But, uh, you know, none of that happens without without our fans, our supporters, our donors, our alumni. So just continuing to uh, let them know, uh, you know, know that. Yeah, and, and important to note in the last year, uh, coming into this year, Oklahoma State had its its best performance in the in the Learfield Directors Cup. Here's the other thing too, and and I know it's got to be present in your mind, and and certainly in Dr. Shrum's because of what you guys went through the first month uh, that you were both in your positions uh, following the, the departure of of two schools from the Big Twelve, announcing they were going to the SEC. We're in a volatile time. Things, the landscape can change in a moment's notice. And where your program is from a stature standpoint, certainly in the eyes of uh, the television partners, uh, dictates a lot where you are and uh, and what your what your future outlook is. So you've got to kind of always try and stay um, where we are right now, so to speak. 
Well, and that's right. Uh, you know, I think the, um, you know, what happened this summer, um, you know, was uh, was eye-opening in a lot of ways and, and educational in a lot of ways. And I think one of the things that we learned was that, you know, we are positioned well. We do have a, a great brand in, in sports and a great brand in college uh, football. And, um, uh, you know, I think that was exactly what, uh, you know, Coach Gundy was talking about at the end of the, uh, of the Fiesta Bowl is we have a logo, too. And I thought that was so well said. And, and you know, our job, you know, I view uh, what, you know, part of our role here in the administration is to give our teams and, uh, you know, obviously the football program as the main engine that drives the train here. Uh, the resources that they need to be able to to continue to be successful. I mean, I think this season showed that we can compete for championships. We did this season, and so uh, that is the goal around here, and, and that's going to continue to be the goal around here. And but we've got to do everything that we can to to um, position ourselves to be able to do that. And one of the big reasons why is we're not the only ones, right? Uh, all of our competitors are trying to do the same thing, position themselves to do uh, the same things, recruit at a high level and, and develop players and, um, and you know, fill their stadiums and compete for championships. So we've got to, uh, we've got to do those things. I think one of the fortunate things that we have is, is uh, we've got um, sort of a head start in a lot of ways on that, I believe, because of the consistency that we've had with Coach Gundy's leadership here and uh, the success that he's had. We aren't, you know, we're not having to go out and create that at this point. We have it. So how do we, how do we continue to build on that? Yeah, I don't want to uh, linger on it, but the Oklahoman did go through the Open Records Act, and they did get the uh, athletic uh, revenue and expenditures uh, for the, the COVID year, uh, the business year that was uh, fiscal year that was the COVID-19 impacted. We all know COVID's still impacting, but we're, we are fortunately back to uh, full venues and, and, and doing you know pretty well there. You know, when I saw it, um, and I'd kind of been led to believe what the numbers were anyway, and, and give credit to, to your predecessor. Of course, you were involved in the athletic department decisions as a deputy athletic director, Kevin Clintworth, uh, people like that. Uh, I would be proud of how Oklahoma State weathered that year based on those numbers that were in the Oklahoma. And your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you're right. Going back to when uh, we first, you know, started to have the conversations about um, how we get through this, um, I remember those. We had lots and lots of meetings, and of course, nobody knew, you know, for sure what was going to, uh, you know, how it was all going to play out. But we certainly were preparing for a worst-case scenario because at the time it looked really, really bad, and uh, when, you know, our, our business model does not run very well on empty stadiums and, and not playing games, those sorts of things. And so, you know, you, you started really talking about how do you, you survive and, you know, you didn't even know for sure how long you were going to have to try to survive at that point. But uh, uh, we put together the best plan that we could possibly, you know, put together, we felt like. And, uh, and yes, I do credit um, Coach Holder and, and our entire um, executive staff and leadership team on, on coming together to put the 
the plan together and uh, and really the entire department because the entire department um, you know sacrificed um, you know, we did have um, reductions and pay cuts and and all of those things to try to manage it as best we can we had a lot of donors step up and uh, and do more than what they'd been doing to try to help us manage it and and uh, so that's certainly you know helped us helped us survive it and then we were fortunate in that we were able to play games and that that helped because that uh, that helped mitigate some of the the media revenue loss that we had that helped mitigate a little bit of the loss of uh, ticket sales and um, that we you know we were expecting so every game that we got to play um, improved the picture you know a little bit and so um, to end up where we ended up, as bad as it is, and, and certainly not where we want to be, but um, it definitely is better than where we we could have been and could have been, and, and in some ways expected to be. So yes, I agree with you. Um, a lot of people coming together, and, and uh, just the way the situation unfolded um, ended up being you know better than it could have. Yeah. Uh, the next question. I'm going to lump these, and 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 these aren't easy questions. Uh, as much delight and, and enthusiasm as I had for learning that Mike Gundy had hired Derek Mason yesterday as a new defensive coordinator, I think it's a terrific hire. I think it's gonna he's going to blend in well with that program and the culture. Um, same day you lose uh, Jarek Bernard Converse, who I, I think is a cowboy kid through and through, and and uh, and and my frustration with NIL and what it's become what some schools are out there doing. I'm not asking you to indict anybody. I've done enough of that on my show here. Uh, and then the transfer portal. Golly, as an athletic director, th- these are tough obstacles. And I say obstacles, and, and they're, they're tough dynamics to deal with. Well, there's certainly, you know, I, I haven't been around forever, um, but in talking to some people that uh, have been around it longer than I have, you know, it seems to be um, – pretty uh, unanimous uh, you know kind of feeling that this is probably the most dynamic time in in college um, you know athletics history just with all the, the changes that are going on and you know the constitutional convention and and just everything Nil and the transfer portal and um, conference realignment all sort of coming together and hitting at once and how those things seem you know play together is uh, just very very dynamic and and you know i think that uh, you know everybody it, it seems to also be unanimous that nobody likes where we are um so then the question becomes how do we you know how do we start to quote unquote fix those things and it's complicated right but um but in the meantime, you know, what we've got to do is figure out how do we control the things that we can control. And we talk about that a lot. And so and that just uh, revolves around putting, again, our programs, our coaches, our student athletes in the best position that we can possibly put them in. Um, and, yeah, so we are, you know, our staff is spending a, a tremendous amount of time <laughs> trying to make those adjustments and kind of figure out where those those things are and and uh you know particularly with nil um you know that's that's something that evolves is still evolving almost every day i mean it seems like every day you you read something you know that is is changed or a school is doing something different and you know so you kind of have to assess what that means and see if it makes sense for us and um, but 
But one thing is for sure. I mean, that is what we are here to do. And, uh, you know, we're going to do it the right way, um, whatever that that might be. But uh, we're going to compete and we're going to do what it takes to uh, be competitive. If that, you know, if that is the game that is being played, as long as it's the game being played, we're going to play it. Um, that's what we're here to do. And um, so we, we're working hard and spending a lot of time and, and trying to figure that out. And our coaches have been great. I mean, they've been great to work with, as, as you would expect, Robert, and uh, uh, to try to help figure this out and, and figure it out in a way that fits our programs. And I think that's what I really appreciate about our, our coaches is that they have a clear understanding of the culture that they want, the culture that is Oklahoma State um, athletics. And, you know, so how do we look at all of these changes and then have it work um, for the culture that we have? And I think that's great, and I really appreciate it. And I think something that our fans should be should know and be proud of. Yeah, you know, the weirdest dynamic is I just had one of our TPTers ask me, can you ask Chad if the university has any intent for legal action against the NCAA? Here's the crazy thing. And I mean, and I know you you, you have to be careful, I'm sure, about what you're saying. But, um, you know, there are things going on right now with the, the transfer portal that make what Oklahoma State did and got punished for in basketball look like jaywalking and it's that's to be as crazy as anything and I mean you you can't point fingers um I know that in your position um but this crazy person here I've talked about the Big 12 needs to join in with the Big 10 ACC and Pac-12 in that alliance business and and let Greg Sankey know until you grain your your people in and your schools in down there, we're going to go off and play our our sports and you can go play your sports within the SEC because I mean that's just the way I look at it. The SEC is doing things one way and everybody else is trying to do them the other. But it, it, it it's crazy things are going on out there that I know you you're like and look what our basketball team's going through. I mean it has to make it even more frustrating well yes it is it's, it's extremely frustrating and disappointing and and it is just the timing of it seems very um just unreal and that you know um, some of the things that we're now talking about out in in you know the open which was something that was almost unimaginable seven or eight months ago um you know uh, seems to be counter to what our team you know is is been put on probation for and so we continue to you know look at all of our options and and have conversations with with whoever we need to be having to see if there's you know anything that we can do in that regard and i think some of it is just you know we we need to wait i don't know if we need to wait but we we're watching like i said we're watching to see how some of these other things continue to play out because i think that will inform a little bit and us and if there are any other options for us moving forward um it, it is very unfortunate time's running short as far as the the postseason is concerned and i i get that and i hate that for our kids and especially our upper upperclassmen um but uh you know at least at the very least and and it's frustrating but uh, you know we'll we will be able to move past that part of it and we do still have the loss of scholarships that's not you know that's a that's a big deal and uh 
um, we'll have to deal with that moving forward. And if there's any, you know, anything that can be done to mitigate that, we'll continue to explore those things. I don't know that there is, but um, we're going to keep, you know, keep trying to find uh, those options. But uh, I, I give Coach Boynton a tremendous amount of credit. I mean, if you watched the game last night, you know, there's not been a single game that, uh, you know, our our student-athletes, our players have not, you know, fought Competed. as hard as they can, can yeah. fight. And I think that that is uh, an amazing, you know, says a lot about Coach Boynton, says a lot about our team, uh, that they continue to do that in spite of all the obstacles that have been, you know, put in, in, in front of them at no fault of any of them. And uh, I just says a whole lot about them, their makeup, their character, and I think, again, something that I know I'm proud of and I think all, all OSU fans are proud of. You know, last thing, and, and, and Chad came on with us uh, to, to talk about, you know, uh, season ticket renewals, the opportunity to buy season tickets in seats that have not been claimed inside Boone Pickens Stadium. I'm a season ticket holder, uh, and I, there are seats I never get to sit in, but everybody I in my family and people I give the tickets to, they enjoy the seats. Uh, and here's the deal, folks. This is, this is what you can do. If you're not giving thousands or or more of, of dollars, the best thing you can do by football season tickets, it benefits every sport, everything in the athletic department. And if we can sell out Boone Pickens Stadium, that would put our athletic department in a, in a, in a great place. Last question, and this one I put last because I, I think it's fun. Um, we now know what the future of the Big 12 is with the four schools coming in. I'm, I'm excited about them. Uh, and I know a committee has been put together by the, the Big 12 to look into divisions. Uh, you're not on that, but I'm sure you've weighed in with your contemporaries. Uh, but when you look at the, the, the division setup, where, where does Chad Weiberg want to go? Geographical? You want to mix it up? I mean, this is kind of a designer question. How do you want to design the future Big 12? Well, that, that is a really good good question, um, Robert. I, you know, I think that, uh, um, you know, I think it's going to be a great, great conference. And, um, you know, I, I, um, I think it will end up being in in divisions of some you know some sort, and so then the question will be how does the you know how do crossovers and all of those things um, those things work? You're right. The the committee that's been formed to work through all of the different options is working on that. They will present those um, to the uh, you know to the athletic directors, and we'll have more conversation about it. And I look look forward to that. But I think it's going to be a, a competitive league regardless of how it is um you know how it's divided and uh you know so um you know i look i look forward to uh seeing how that works i think you know obviously for us um you know having a presence in texas is going to continue to be very very important for us so you know, i suspect that'll be important for you know almost everyone and so i think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out but otherwise i'm not going to get you know um i don't know that it makes a lot of sense to get too far out there and speculating how you think things are going to play out because i think it's just going to be a competitive league all the way around and uh, uh so I don't know that there's, you know, great advantages in, in trying to figure out anything beyond uh, beyond that. But, 
it, it's certainly a much better conversation to have than uh, the conversation that we were having about you know six or seven months ago for sure. And I do want to circle back around to what you know the, what you just said. Uh, you know the letter that was sent out. Uh, if anyone received that letter, you know that was primarily focused to people who've had season tickets and and were asking them to renew their tickets. And so in a lot of ways, it it is a sort of preaching to the choir. And so one of the things I think that we are uh, asking all of our our loyal uh, longtime season ticket holders to do is uh, just what you just said, Robert, is go tell your friends, go tell your your coworkers, go tell your family, you know, about how much uh, fun it is to be in Stillwater on on football game weekends and and try to bring people along. And I've heard stories from people um, that, you know, say they invited someone to come with them for one game and they had such a great time, they became season ticket holders. And that's the exact kind of thing that we need need to do because we have uh, something very special here. And I, I, I don't know that, uh, you know, unless you travel around and go to a lot of other, um, you know, places for football games, that we can fully appreciate that, you know, because what we have here we is just what we have, right? We kind of can take that for granted. But it is really special. There are not... You know, there are not a lot of places that have just the total package of a game day experience like, like we do. We're in a, a classic college town, great university, the tailgating that goes on here. Um, obviously, Boone Pickens Stadium is one of the best college football stadiums in, in the entire country. Uh, the number of gates that we have to get people in and out, the the number of concession stands and restrooms and the concourse and the mezzanine and uh, the club seats and the suite. I mean, there's just so many things that make, um, you know, our game day experience great. The fans are great. I think our staff does a great job with the, the game day environment. And, of course, Cowboy football is, uh, you know, competing for championships. So it is just a great uh, place to be and uh, when you're here you experience things that you don't get to see on TV and so um, we just need all of all of the uh, you know the fans that are coming to the games to just keep spreading the, the word and the news and inviting friends to come with them and inviting their their family and co-workers to join them and being season ticket holders and um, just fill up Boone Pickens Stadium because that makes the experience as good as it can be for everyone here and obviously provides that home field advantage for our team. So um, it is important and uh, uh, appreciate everybody that is here, but want to just uh, keep spreading that word. Well, and, and I want to echo, uh, you know, everything you said there, it was said very well. And, and, um, you know, I know this, uh, you know, even though I don't get to sit in those seats, it makes me proud to have those seats, makes me proud that, that, uh, you know, I'm I'm supporting the program, and and a lot of my friends and neighbors are too. And um, hey, the last thing I would say, I thought it was great when you, you talked about game day atmosphere, because you know this is just my opinion. You've traveled around. In fact, you've worked at some of these other schools. I think it's funny. I I think of the three best places that I get to go to football games. Obviously, Oklahoma State's number one. And, and pun intended with a bullet. Uh, but right after that are Kansas State and Iowa State. I think the three most fun places to play in the Big 12 
are those three schools. I think they have a little likeness with them and, and, and some camaraderie, and they're all traditional Big 8 schools. But uh, I look back this year, even though the loss at Iowa State, what a great day that was in Ames. And uh, we didn't play at K-State this year. They came to our place. It was a heck of a game at Boone Pickens. But I do enjoy going up to Manhattan. I think those are the three best places, and I think we have the best. And that's that's my opinion. Well, and I would agree with you, Robert. I think, and a lot of the reasons why I think you think think that is exactly what uh, you know I'm talking about here is uh, a lot of similarities, and uh, you know, great college town and great fan base, and and uh, um, you know, so just a lot of those those similarities, and um, you know, and I would I'm with you. I'd put us right up there at the top of all of those, and and what makes it just so special, and. And, uh, but we, you know, we've got room to grow, and we want to continue to do that. And, uh, and it's just going to take everybody helping spread the word. Hey, good luck, and, and I appreciate your time and anything we can do on this end to, to help. And uh, uh, it's it's like you said, these are these are changing times in college athletics and feel really good about the leadership uh, that we have at Oklahoma State with you and with, with Dr. Sherman, the president's office. And Reed Sigmund has been a great addition. And, of course, you know, I can go on. Kevin and Larry and everybody you have on your staff, uh, I think Oklahoma State's got the people, the right people, to, to keep putting us out front. Well, thank you, Robert. I appreciate that very much. And yeah, you're right. We do have a great, great staff. Just a great group of people here in OSU. We've got, like I say, great donors and great fans. Appreciate all that you do. I know you're working hard on game days, which is why you don't get to sit in your your seats. And uh, so just, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Appreciate all that. I'm going to someday. Say, <laughs> do what? I'm going to sit there someday. I'm not going to do that forever, but uh, I'll be there eventually. Now. Yeah, we can get there. So I do want to say one one more thing to Robert obviously today is uh, you know be remiss if I didn't uh, yes um, bring up that today is um, the 21st anniversary of, of, of the 10 and uh, I just want to thank everybody um, involved uh, for the last 21 years um, the number of text messages and emails and um, you know personal messages that I've that I've received, and I know that others have received um, today. It just continues to um, um, be so meaningful um, beyond, you know, beyond words. And uh, um, just appreciate everyone, um, you know, remembering. And uh, um, hard to believe that it's been 21 years, but it's amazing that uh, it's been uh, commemorated like this for every one of those 21 years. And again, I think just uh, speaks to what makes this place so special. Well, in a week from Saturday uh, with the Oklahoma game, the men's basketball bedlam here, that will be the Remember the Ten game. And of course, people know, you know, Chad, about your brother. And uh, I, I would say this, I know how special it is for you to be the athletic director here because you walk into a building every day that was so special to him and so special to everybody in your family and uh, and i know that i know that resonates and means so much to you so uh, again like i say appreciate your leadership and and your role in in what's going on with oklahoma state athletics i'm glad to have you in that role well thank you robert very much appreciate it. fortunate to be here Hey, thank you for your time. Thank you, Robert. Always All right. look forward to it again.